defeated. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. This is a message, Pastor, and I'm not, this is something that in the final paper for my school, Apostolic College, Elder Howard School, he, they requested that we select a topic. It was basic biblical interpretation was the class. And so this message is a product of that essay that I wrote because I'd grown up all my life hearing about the blood of Jesus and knowing that, and we sing the songs, there's power, power, wonder-working power in the blood of Jesus and nothing but the blood of Jesus. Amen. There's nothing like the blood of Jesus in the ground. There was one drop in that stream that he shed for me. Amen. I'm thankful for that. Amen. But it was a vague understand. I didn't understand clearly, amen, what the power that was in the blood. And so I wanted to know, I wanted to understand from the scripture's point of view, what really lies within the, underneath the blood of Jesus. Where, amen, what, what power, amen, does it contain? What can it really do, amen, for the child of God, amen, that applies it to their life? And the sinner. Amen. This blood, amen, is something, amen, we'll talk about it here in just a moment, but it is something, amen, that brings us uh, all together. Amen. It's not, doesn't leave us uh, separated and, and it's you and you and you and me, but, but it brings us all in together, amen, as the Bible says, as the flock of, as the flock of God. Amen. I'll get there in a minute. I don't want to get too far ahead of myself. Amen. And, we know that many songs, of course, have been written. We've, we sing the songs here. Amen. But there is one song, amen, that I want to take my title from, and that is, There is Power in the Blood. And uh, we're going to change it to, There is Still Power in the Blood. But skeptics ask the question, if God is powerful, he's all-powerful, he's omnipotent, why does he have to have, why does he have to, uh, in their view, um, Send a second person in the Godhead, the Son, to die for our sins. Why is it that, that it requires human sacrifice in order to, be, to, to propitiate us towards God, to make us, to clean us, to be our atonement, to forgive us of our sins, for us to receive that forgiveness why is it that this omnipotent God requires that? And, amen, the way we believe, amen, that it was God himself, amen, that came, formed himself in flesh, took on, amen, the flesh of a man and, and shed his own blood. That sheds a little bit more light on the subject, and we can understand, amen, they didn't ask his son, amen, to go and die for us, but he came himself and was willing to be our perfect sacrifice and willing, amen, to shed his uh, experience today. Hebrews chapter 9, verse 22, amen, answers this question very clearly. And almost all things are by the law purged with blood. And without the shedding of blood is no remission. Without the shedding of blood is no remission. 
Amen. If if the blood, amen, never trickled down the cross into the ground, uh, there would be no forgiveness. There would be no remission of our sins. We couldn't sit here clean and holy in the presence of the Lord and worship him in spirit and in truth. It's the blood, amen, that gave us that remission, amen, that changed us from who we used to be into the man that we are and the woman that we are today. It's the blood. Amen. And that is why a death was necessary. That is why Jesus, amen, climbed on that cross and was willing to die for the purpose of shedding his blood. I know this is simple. Everybody knows that. Just bear with me here for a moment. We, I believe the Lord, amen, as pastor says, has something special in store for this service. There is no telling what the Lord can do in this place if somebody would put their faith in that ever-powerful blood of Jesus. There is still power in the blood. There is still power in the blood of Jesus on October 21st, 2018 at New Life Pentecostal Church in Olathe, Kansas, in your pew and in these altars, in your life and in your home, there can still be Holy Ghost power, delivering power, life-changing power, amen, healing power. All because, Pastor, of the blood of Jesus. My God. Anybody believe that here tonight? Hallelujah. Because of God. Because God and sin don't mix. We can't be forgiven until every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ. Can you quote it with me? For the remission of sins. And ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. When we are baptized in the name of Jesus, that is the application of the blood of Jesus that has the power to remit every sin. Amen. I it's the act of obedience, amen, to, to the, and the application of the blood. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When our sins are remitted, we can come boldly as we have this evening before the throne of God and cry to the one who saved us. Friend, if you have been baptized in Jesus' name, you have the right you have the right if you have the blood of Jesus applied to your life. In other words, if you've been baptized in Jesus' name you have the right to come boldly into the presence of God, lift up your hands, amen, and worship the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You have, amen, the right, amen, the devil can't take that right away from you. When you're baptized in the blood of Jesus, amen, you stop being a part of the old family, amen, of this world, and you're baptized into a new family. You've got new blood, amen, to your name tonight. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. And when we are baptized in the name of Jesus, have the blood of Jesus applied to our life. Amen. Amen. Matthew chapter 26, verse 28 says, For this is my blood 
of the New Testament, which is shed for many, shed for many for the remission of sins. And when Jesus himself said that my blood is for the remission of sins. It wasn't just Peter that said that. Amen. Jesus said, the blood that I'm going to shed is for the forgiveness of sins. I'm so thankful for that. Man, if, 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 I've never, if I was never forgiven, Pastor, if I, was, if I was still wallowed, just children. Amen. But if you've been baptized in Jesus' name, I mean, that was the remission of your sins. I mean, according to the National Cancer Institute, the term remission means, as it relates to cancer, a decrease in or disappearance of signs and symptoms of cancer. In partial remission, some, but not all, signs and symptoms of cancer have disappeared. In complete remission, all signs and symptoms of cancer have disappeared. Although, cancer is still, still may be present in the body. All the evidence is gone. All, all the fruit, all the product of sin is gone. There is, if you were to look at a person who was in complete remission of cancer, you wouldn't be able to identify that they had cancer. You wouldn't be able to. A doctor couldn't even identify it. But they, they, they don't, for, for the natural doctor and man, their solutions, their, their cures and whatever, uh, whatever processes that they put them through in order to, to remit cancer, they, they never sign off and just say, hey, you're cancer-free. They just say you're in complete remission. It's all gone. All the evidence, all the signs and symptoms have, gone, have disappeared. We can't, we don't notice it anymore. We can't see it anymore. But there's still probability, there's not probability, there's still a possibility that cancer can come back. There's still the possibility that that old cancer and it can creep back into your life, to their life. Amen. Psalm chapter 51 verse 5 says, Behold, I was shapen in iniquity and sin did my mother conceive me. The psalmist said, admittedly, amen, that admitted to us and to the world, amen, by writing this amen, psalm that, that I am a sinner. From the day that I was born, I've been a sinner. Elder Lawhorn, at, I believe it was at Heritage this past year, amen, said we need more sinners in the house of God. Already felt like they're, they, they have it, and it's hard to convince them what, that they need more. It's, try, it's hard, difficult to, to convey to them that there's more, and, and that's basically my only appeal to them is that, that I'm glad that you feel like you've got enough, but there is more. And, and that is the only thing that I can, because I don't want to stand there and tell them that they're wrong. I don't want to tell them that, oh, no, no, you're going to hell. You know, you're, you're going to hell in a handbasket. Everything you believe is wrong, and uh, let me tell you what's right. But I can tell them that there's something more. Amen, that what they believe, uh, amen, amen. That's the way Paul dealt with, uh, well, that's the way uh, Apollos 
it was Apollos that they dealt with, but Priscilla and Aquila, that's who I was trying to think of, Aquila and Priscilla, and they dealt with Apollos. They, they took them in and showed them the way of God more perfectly. And they took the foundation, the base of what, the person, of what Apollos believed and was preaching and built on top of that and said, here's where, amen, you can have more. And so that's how we can, we can talk to those Amen, that feel like they're already saved. Amen, but Brother Lawhorn was preaching at Heritage and saying, he's like, I wish people would just be more ready to admit that, God, I need your help. I need to change. I need, I've got sin in my life. I've got, and, and even the child, children of God, we, we come to the house of God and we, amen, we, amen, may have misstepped mis- that week or there may have been a mistake and, and maybe even we sinned. That's what these altars are for. And then we make our way back to where Jesus is and apply that blood. Amen, Pastor, one of the things that I studied, I'm gonna I'm gonna ruin it because I wanted to wait until I get there, but I don't have to explain it right now because uh, it's it's so useful right now. But but in the old testament, you know how the, the priests go into the holies and the holiest of holies. And they sprinkled the blood of Jesus. Peter said in his epistle in, in 1 Peter chapter 2, I believe it was, he said that, he said that, well, let me just go there. Because I'm going to mess it up. 1 Peter chapter 1, sorry, chapter 1. Jesus, or the, the blood of that, that lamb that they offered at the altar. I mean, what that was a symbol of is the obedience of Jesus. And they didn't do it just once. The, the obedience of God's commands. They didn't do it just once or twice. What they, they would sprinkle it all over the place. As they walked into the holiest of holies, they'd sprinkle a little here and a little there. And they had to do it again and again and again and again. They had to sprinkle the blood. And Peter said, that's like obedience unto Christ. That's obedience. And then when... When, friend, when you, amen, make a mistake and there is a, uh, there's, there's something in your life that you've got to repent for, amen, the obedience is where you come into one of these altars and find a place or, and what you're doing is you're sprinkling that blood back on, amen, your life and you're washing that away with the blood of Jesus all over again. Amen, it might have to happen over and over and over again, but I'm telling you that's what the blood of Jesus is there for. There is still power in the blood. Maybe I should have waited. Hallelujah. Peter, uh, the psalmist said in Psalm chapter 51, verse 5, I was shaped in iniquity and sin and my mother conceived me. I've had the sin problem since the day that I was born. I mean, when we were born the first time, if we try to put, uh, we try on our own to put sin in remission, the source of sin is always present. If we try on our, in our own efforts, amen, to, to get rid of our sin problem, we're going to find ourselves stumbling in the same old junk. It's true. Been there, done that. However, if we are born again, 
If we're, if we're born the first time, Pastor, trying to remit it ourselves through our own mechanisms and our own ideas, amen, we're going to find ourselves, uh, amen, with that old cancer creeping back up in our life. But if we're born again, amen, I'm talking about this is a method, amen, that will put you in complete remission. Amen. It isn't coming back. It's not coming back. Not on its own. It's not coming back. I said it's not coming back. You don't have to worry about that one anymore. You, when you apply the blood of Jesus to that, friend, you don't have to fret and pray about that one anymore because guess what? Oh, when I was baptized in Jesus' name, Pastor, it was for, it was for the remission of all of my sins. Oh, I wish somebody would thank the Lord, amen, for the blood, amen, that still has power. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Listen to what the Apostle John said in 1 John 3 and 9. Whosoever is born of God doth not commit sin. For his seed remaineth in him, and he cannot sin because he is born of God. Hallelujah. Romans chapter 8 verse 9. Let, hang on a second. I know you may be thinking, oh, does that mean that I'm never going to sin? No, no, no. Let, let, me just, let me finish reading what I have right here, okay? Romans chapter 8, verse 9, but ye are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. If so be that the spirit of God dwell in you, if you can maintain the gift of the Holy Ghost, if you can stay full of the Holy Ghost, as pastor was preaching this morning, amen, you can stay free from sin. Hallelujah. You're not in the flesh anymore. That's the, that's the problem. Amen. I'm here to testify. Amen. That, that the problem is my flesh. The problem is me. Amen. But if I could get rid of me and this old flesh and pray, God, I need the Holy Ghost today. I need a fresh touch of the Holy Ghost to sprinkle a little bit more of that blood on my life today. And guess what? I don't have to worry about it, Pastor. Everything's going to be all right. Does anybody believe that here tonight? For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. There is still power in the blood. I'm telling you, there's power in the blood of Jesus. Oh, there's power in the blood of Jesus. My God, there's power in the blood of Jesus. I'm so glad for the power and the blood of Jesus. Andrew, I'm glad for the power. Sister Jasmine, Sister Larissa, I'm glad. I'm thankful for that one drop. I'm going to keep on obeying. I'm going to keep on sprinkling it on my life. Oh, Jesus. Oh, there's power. Hallelujah. There's power. Hallelujah. Amen. I skipped ahead, talked about the priest. Amen. But let me take it back. Talk about the priest going to the holiest of holies. But let me take a minute and step back and build. Amen. A little tie that in from the Bible. 
First Peter chapter 1, verse 9 says, But with the precious blood of Christ, as of a lamb without blemish and without spot. The apostle Peter, amen, himself ties, amen, that sacrifice that Jesus made, the blood that he shed to those lambs, those spotless lambs that they presented at the altars in the Old Testament. It's not me that made that correlation. It was Apostle Peter. And it was because of the blood of Jesus, just like those that Old Testament high priest would enter to the holiest of holies, sprinkling the blood of a spotless land that we can enter into his presence. I mean, sprinkling the blood of Jesus. That's why it's so important for us to find a place to pray before church service. I mean, to get that blood of Jesus to wash over us one more time. Find a place where we can allow the blood of Jesus just to flow, amen, and stream over us one more time. Prepare us, amen, to enter into the holy place. Enter into that place where his presence is. I mean, that's what will make the difference, friend. Hallelujah. If, we, if you're tired, amen, of coming to church, and we had a wonderful worship service here tonight, Amen, and, and I appreciate that. But that's because somebody found a place. It's the blood, amen, that does that for you. Oh, Jesus, Jesus. I don't want to leave the blood on Calvary. I don't want to leave it just drying up at the foot of the cross. Amen, I want to get a hold of the blood of Jesus and apply it to my life. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Having therefore, brethren, boldness enter into the holiest by the blood of Jesus. It wasn't the blood of mere goats and calves. It was the blood of the spotless Lamb of God. Offered by that perfect high priest making the atonement once and for all. As it says in Hebrews chapter 9, verse 12, obtaining eternal redemption. It's the blood that does that. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Man, I already used this. 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 2, elect according to the foreknowledge of God the Father through sanctification of the Spirit unto obedience and sprinkling of the blood of Jesus Christ. Grace be grace unto you and peace be multiplied. It's by obedience to the gospel, to the plan of salvation, the death, burial, resurrection that we sprinkle symbolically the blood of Jesus on our life. Even this seemingly insignificant Old Testament ritual was foreshadowing a future, a specificity, and obedience to God's plan. Amen. We, we, we have to understand that everything amen, that, that was done in the Old Testament was a type of foreshadow of what we're going to experience today in the church of God, in the New Testament church. It's what the Old Testament is. It's a schoolmaster, amen, for us to understand I mean, it's a pattern, I mean, that we can, we can pattern our lifestyles after. Yes, it is. And even this, just this little, I mean, that the non-denominal world has distorted and used it 
talk about, you know, this is our baptism. We don't have to put them underwater. And even though the Bible teaches that we ought to be buried, and the word baptism means to be buried. And, but Peter didn't say that. That's what that was. He said that this practice, this ritual, this thing that the priest did was a representation of our obedience unto God. I mean, to show, to, to show us that we've got to keep on obeying if we want to make it all the way into the holiest of holies. If we, amen, we want to apply the blood of Jesus to our life, we've got to obey. We've got to continually obey again and again and again, even when it gets tired, tiresome. Amen. And if we can continue to do that, the power that remains in the blood of Jesus can be applied to our life Every single time. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. The blood of Jesus testifies. Amen. For us. Amen. As uh, the voice of Abel's blood that was shed by Cain's guilty hands cried out to God from the earth. It was a cry of that man's blood that got God's attention and caused him to avenge. Amen. The blood of Abel. I'm not going to take the time to read that. You could read it in Genesis chapter 4, verse 8 through 12. But what I will read is Hebrews 12, verse 24, and Jesus, the mediator of the new covenant, and to the blood of sprinkling that speaketh better things than that of Abel. To Jesus, the mediator of the new covenant, and to the blood of sprinkling that speaketh, the blood of Jesus speaks better things than the blood of Abel. Now, what kind of things, amen, does the blood of Jesus speak for us? We know the story about Cain and Abel. Cain and Abel, uh, Cain obviously just kills Abel because his sacrifice was accepted. Cain's was not. It made Cain jealous, so he goes and kills him. The Bible says that Abel's blood cried out from the earth. And if Abel's blood got God's attention, don't you think the blood of Jesus, amen, will get the attention of God? It's the blood of Jesus that testifies on this earth. Jesus bears witness by purchasing our soul and giving us the power to overcome. That's a mouthful. Let me try to break that one down. Amen, it's, it's, it's providing, amen, a testimony. For us. Amen. When we can't, when we don't have the words, amen, to say, it will testify for us. Hallelujah. And, and I'm, I'm to Revelation chapter 12, verse 10 through 11. And I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, Now is come salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ. For the accuser of our brethren is cast down, which accused them before our God day and night. The devil's accusing you, throwing you under the bus, blaming you for everything, amen, in sight, amen, before our God day and night. But verse 11 tells us how they overcame. And they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb. And by the word of their testimony. And they loved not their lives unto the death. They overcame him. Who? The accuser of the brethren. The one that's spitting 
all these venomous lies about us. The one that's talking about us behind our backs. The one amen, that, that is creating and fabricating, amen, all these stories about us and telling them to God. Amen, we overcome him. We overcome our enemy by the blood of the lamb and by the word of the testimony. Now, I wonder, Pastor, how do we have a testimony? Where do we get our testimony from? I submit to you that it's by the blood of the Lamb. It's what the blood of the Lamb does for us. If we didn't have, amen, the blood applied to our life, if we, amen, just ignored that and just went on our own, amen, the devil would beat us up. He'd tear us down. We'd, we wouldn't have any way to combat him. God, that got God's attention. Amen. If we can somehow apply the blood of Jesus to our life, amen, that's something that'll get God's attention and that will make God, amen, come out and go to battle for us against the enemy. Oh, I wish somebody was hearing me here tonight. I know I'm not hollering. Amen. I, I don't know if it's the devil or if it's just me. I started getting a very strong headache before service. Every time I raise my voice, Amen. This evening, my, my head is, feels like it's going to explode. So I'm, I apologize. Man, I wish I could preach this with much more fervency. But, but I want you to understand, maybe that's the will, will of God, amen, just so I can communicate amen, this to you tonight. But, but if we can somehow, amen, find an altar, amen, and sprinkle the blood of Jesus on our lives one more time and allow it to testify for us, allow it to call on, amen, the God that we serve, amen, he's going to go to battle, amen, against the enemy, amen, Cain, amen, was cursed as a result of what he did to Abel, amen, I don't know what God has in store, I mean, actually, I do know what God has in store for the enemy, amen, he's going to be bound, amen, to eternal damnation, burning in a hell, uh, amen, with uh, fire, amen, eternal lake of fire, amen. Blah, blah, I, I messed that one up really bad. Hallelujah. But it's the blood of Jesus that does that. Hallelujah. It's the blood of Jesus that condemns the enemy. It's a, you don't have the power to do that on your own. You don't have enough intellect. You don't have enough, you don't have enough talent. You don't, you don't have enough skill and stamina. You don't, you don't have any. You, you can't do it. I mean, what you need is the blood of Jesus. That's what is going to testify for you. That's what's going to call, I mean, call God down, fire down from heaven and consume the enemy and destroy him. Amen. I and curse him. It's the blood of the lamb, amen. It's the blood of the lamb, amen, where we get the word of our testimony. Amen, that's how we're going to overcome. Amen, that's how we're going to defeat the enemy. You're tired of the enemy beating you up and pulling you down. Amen, what you need to do is get on one of these altars tonight. Nobody's going to judge you. I wish we could get that junk out of our mind. Amen. If I hit these altars, amen, I'm not thinking about you, Andrew. I'm not thinking about you, Mom. What I'm trying to do is, amen, the way that I feel, amen, that's when the blood of Jesus comes through one more time and testifies for me. And the Bible says that the Spirit, my God help me, the Spirit itself helpeth. Our infirmities, our weaknesses, the places where we fall short. We need the Spirit of God for that. 
Hallelujah. Feel kind of scattershot tonight, Pastor. Maybe, maybe it's just my head. I'm not going to come with any excuses. It's the blood of the Lamb. My God. There is still power. I wish, I wish I could get somebody in this place and to sprinkle a little bit of that blood on you one more time. I'm talking about tonight. I'm not talking about next week. I'm not talking about in at holiness. I'm not talking about, amen, where I have another opportunity where nobody's listening. I'm talking about in response to the word of God. I mean, you find a place and say, God, I can't make, I'm not even going to go home until I get the blood of Jesus to testify for me. My God. Hallelujah. Through faith in Jesus' blood, our common dirty robes are made white. Amen. According to Revelations 7 and 4, we are remitted by the blood. According to Hebrews 9 and 22 and Matthew chapter 26 and 28, the blood enabled Jesus as our propitiation. According to Romans chapter 3 verse 25, we are redeemed by the blood. According to Ephesians. Ephesians 1, Colossians 1, and Revelations 5. We are sanctified by the blood. Amen. According to Hebrews chapter 13, verse 12, we are washed in the blood. According to Revelations chapter 1, verse 5, we are given life. Amen. Because of the blood. According to Hebrews chapter 9, we are reconciled by the blood. According to Colossians chapter 1. Hallelujah. I'm not done yet. I'm just trying to, amen, to catch my breath. Hallelujah. According to Hebrews chapter 10, we are purged by the blood. According to Hebrews 9, amen, we receive atonement through the blood. According to Hebrews 9, we are justified by the blood. According to Romans 5 and 9, we receive forgiveness because of the blood. According to Ephesians 1 and 7, we are made nigh by the blood. According to Ephesians chapter 2, we receive peace through the blood. According to Colossians 1 and we are cleansed by the blood according to 1 John 1 17. I'm telling you friend there is still power in the blood of Jesus. There is still power in the blood of Jesus. I wish somebody would hear me. There is still power in the blood of Jesus. I don't care what you're going through. I don't know what you're going through but there's power enough in the blood amen, to change it. There's power in the blood to deliver you from it. Hey, there's power. I feel the Holy Ghost moving around. I don't care if I finish my notes. I got about four more pages of notes here. Amen. But what I'm interested, amen, is the Holy Ghost, amen, coming into this place. Let the blood testify, amen, for what you need. Let the blood, amen, cry out from where you're at tonight. Oh, Jesus. Oh, oh. oh. 
No, 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 no. Hey, Amen. I'm not, I don't feel, I cannot move forward. I'm not going to move on. Hey, Amen. We need the blood of Jesus. We can't, st- we can't make it without the blood of Jesus, Andrew. Brother Nick, we need it. We need it. Brother Josh, we need it. Sister Nelson, we need the blood. Sister Anna, Brother Dell, Sister Angela, Brother, 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 remind me of your name. I can't think right now. Brother Scott, we need the blood. Brother Brad, we need the blood. Brother Jerome, you need the blood. Brother Weems, we need the blood. Brother Chad, we need the blood of Jesus. Mom, we need the blood of Jesus. Would you wash over me? Jesus, would you wash over me? Jesus, would you pour it out? Let it course through this place. God, let that blood, amen, sprinkle down upon us here tonight. Oh, Jesus. Yes, Jesus. Oh, friend, amen, I don't know what you're going through, amen, right now. Amen, but he purchased you with his blood. Amen, you're his own property. He's going to take care of you. He's not going to let you, amen, fall away. He's not going to let you just walk away. Amen, he wants to apply that blood to you one more time. That's what he spent it for. That's what he gave it for. That's what he gave it for. That's what he shed it for. Take heed, therefore, unto yourselves and to all the flock, over the which the Holy Ghost hath made you overseers to feed the church of God, which he hath purchased with his own blood. You're a part something much bigger than yourself. That's all right, Brother Jaheim. You just stay right there. I'm praying with you. I don't want him to feel intimidated. I want him to have his liberty over there and pray. If you feel like speaking in tongues, you go ahead and speak in tongues. If you want, amen, to let the blood testify, you go ahead and let the blood testify tonight. Amen, we're going to, the rest of us are going to catch up with you here in a minute. We're going to have church, amen, here tonight. My God, hallelujah. Friend, you're part of something much bigger, amen, than yourself. You might feel all alone, amen. I know, amen, sometimes it feels like you're separated. Hallelujah, hallelujah. You're not by yourself, the Holy Ghost right here. Amen. Romans chapter 8 verse 17, amen, tells us that if children, then heirs, amen, heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ. (laughs) Hallelujah. Let's fill up to the Holy Ghost here. Jesus, we need you. Oh, somebody reach out to the Holy Ghost. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. My God. My God. My God. Holy Ghost is trying to do something right now. Oh, Jesus. Holy Ghost is trying to do something, child of God. Oh, I feel the blood of Jesus trying to testify. Amen. For somebody in this place tonight. 
Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. 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 Somebody talk to the Lord. Oh, Jesus. Come on. Let's talk to the Lord. Jesus. Oh, Master. Come on, that's it. Come on, hallelujah. Hallelujah. What we need right now is to pray. I know this is out of the ordinary, but we need to talk to the Lord. Jesus, Jesus. Oh, Master. Come on, somebody. Let that blood testify for you. Come on, there's still power. I don't care what you're going through. I don't know what you're going through, but there's power. Amen. Enough in the blood of Jesus. Amen. To resolve it. Amen. If you can take an act of faith. Amen. Make an act of faith and take a step. Amen. And to these altars. Amen. And find a place. And we can be done. Jesus. 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 Oh, yes, 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 yes. My God, my God, my God. Oh, Jesus, Jesus. Oh, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Oh, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Oh, Jesus, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Come on, sprinkle that blood down on your life tonight. Come on, let's do something about what we heard him in this evening. Jesus, 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 Jesus. Oh. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Pray, come on, you're a joint heir. You're the child of God. If so be that the Spirit of God dwell in you. Amen. We are the sons of God. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. We're joint heirs with Christ. Come on. Let's take advantage of the blood tonight. Let's take advantage of the name that was applied to our lives tonight. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Oh. Oh, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Oh, Jesus, Jesus, I need your blood, God. I need your blood, God. I need your 
your blood, God. Oh, friend, don't be afraid to cry out to the Lord tonight. He hears you today. Jesus, we all need that precious sprinkling, amen, of the blood of Jesus. Oh, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, oh, Jesus. we can fill out to the Holy Ghost. I wish we'd reach out in the Spirit. Somebody take a step of faith. Lift your voice and cry out to Him. Oh, Jesus. Oh, I need your blood. Oh, I've tried it by myself, God. I need the blood of Jesus. I need the blood. I need the blood, God. I need the blood. Oh, he said, I shed it for you. He shed it for you. He shed it for you. He knew that we needed tonight. He knew it wasn't just you, but he said, I shed it for many. There's more than just one. Amen. There's more than just two. Amen. There's, all of us need the blood. We can't make it. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Friend, I know what the blood can do. Amen. I know it can take us further than where we're at right now. I know that the blood, amen, wants to pick you up. Amen. It wants to testify for you. It wants to give you, amen, deliverance. It wants to give you a breakthrough. He wants to help. Amen. He wants to strengthen you tonight. Oh, come on. That's it. Come on, child of God. I'll be crying out to the Lord tonight. Oh, come on, that's what the blood will do. I mean, that's what the blood will do. He'll carry you through this. There's a drop that he shed just for you. There's a drop, amen, that came, amen, trickling down that cross, amen, on, amen, to the ground, amen, where you now lie. Amen, why don't you reach out, amen, and sprinkle it on you. Amen, friend, why don't you reach out, amen, apply that blood to your life. Friend, come on, cry out to the Lord, amen, the blood is flowing through this place tonight. It flows from all across every mountain, amen, through every valley, amen. I don't care, amen, where you're at. I don't care if you're on a mountaintop. I don't care if you're in a valley, amen. The blood will reach you right where you are. Oh, Jesus. Come on, I'm not screaming just to hear myself scream. I want to encourage somebody. Oh, God. 
Friend, I want you to listen to me here tonight. Amen. In Acts chapter 2, verse 17. Amen. Verse 23 says, For as I passed by and beheld your devotions, I found an altar with this inscription to the unknown God. To the unknown God. I mean, I feel in the Holy Ghost right now. Some of you have devoted yourself, consecrated yourself to God. But there's more need, needed anything. Seeing He giveth to all life and breath and all things. Whatever you need, He can give you. Verse 26 says, And hath made of one blood all nations of men. For to dwell on the face of the earth and have determined the times before appointed and the bounds of their habitation. Now, I understand the interpretation of the scripture is talking about that there's, there's only one blood. And man, there's nothing, I mean, we might look different, but we've got the same blood. But I want to draw an application from this. The one blood I want to talk about is Jesus' blood. He hath made us all. We've, all. we've come from different walks of life, different backgrounds, but have made of one blood every one of us. Men for to dwell on the face of the earth. Places here in Olathe, Kansas, with the blood of Jesus. He's already determined our times before appointed and bounds of our habitation. Verse 27 says that they should seek the Lord if happily they might feel after Him. And find Him, though He be not far from every one of us. For in Him we live and move and have our being as certain also as your own poets have said. For we are also, of, also His offspring. As I said, I believe the interpretation of this verse is to indicate to the men of Athens that there should be no ver diversities by nation, but we all bleed the same red blood. However, there is no extra power reserved in the blood based on nation, creed, and background or ethnicity. And I understand this is, seems like it's out of left field, but I feel this in the Holy Ghost, and I'm going to try to articulate this as well as I can. Applied to our life. I'm not talking about just the obvious. I'm talking also about in-between individuals. I'm not talking about just ethnic Diversity. I'm talking about personality, attitudes, and 
If we could somehow realize that that blood has brought us all together in one, out of each of our own nations, if you will, out of our different backgrounds, if you will, brought us together into this one place where God has defined our habitation and appointed our times. If in that scenario we can happily seek after Him, He promised us that they should seek the Lord if happily they might feel after Him and find Him, though He be not far from every one of us. So many times we get focused on the divisions, the strifes, and all these things where the blood's already taken care of all that. And if we need to, we just need to sprinkle a little bit more of that blood. But when we come into this place, the place where He has defined the bounds of our habitation, the church of the living God, if we can feel after Him here, we shall find Him. And he said, I won't be far from every one of you. I'm going to get right up close. I'm right there. I'm not far from you. I'm within your immediate vicinity. I'm not going to distance myself from you. Ephesians 2 and 19 says, Therefore, you are no more strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saints of the household of God. The blood of Jesus is a fulfillment of the prophet's church was purchased and makes atonement. It provides saving, restoring, and miraculous results to all of our problems. There is still power. I said there is still power in the blood of Jesus. There is so much power. Can we talk to the Lord here just one more time? I don't want us just to leave this at these altars tonight, but we need to take this home with I want to take this home with me. I, I need the blood every day. I want to sprinkle that blood on my life every day. Again and again and again. It was by the riches of His blood that we are purchased, that we can live for God in the first place. Made us joint heirs of this church. God, I'm so thankful. I'm so thankful for the power that's in Your blood. One more time, can we reach out to the Lord here tonight? Hallelujah, Jesus.
you, Jesus, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. Come on, let's thank him for the power of the blood right now, can we? Let's thank him for the power of the blood. Hallelujah. I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. Come on, let's thank him. Let's thank him. Let's thank him. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. I love you, Savior. I love you, Savior. Thank you for the power of the blood. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Jesus. Praise God, praise God, praise God, praise God. I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. Come on, let's lift our hands one more time. Let's really thank God. Let's really thank God. Hallelujah. I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. Oh, come on. Let's love him. Let's love him. Let's love him. I don't want this to just be something that we enjoyed tonight. I want it to really get a hold of us. I want us to really appreciate what he does for us through the power of his blood. To understand what we have access to because of his blood. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, lift your voice. Lift your voice. Lift your voice to the Lord right now, everybody. I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. Hallelujah. It reaches to the highest mountain Yeah. 